Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and today we'll be hearing about the importance of gratitude in finding joy, as discovered by one little three-year-old girl. Enjoy, because this is your daily inspiration. We often teach our children to express thanks for the gifts they're given. At a fast food restaurant, when the associate hands a child an ice cream cone, the automatic adult response is to turn to the child and say, now what do you say? Or what about after the holidays when we nag our children to write thank you notes to relatives, letting them know how much the gift is appreciated? Now, I'm not suggesting that children shouldn't be taught manners. But by constantly requiring our children to say thank you, we're really just teaching them obligation and compliance. We convey to the child that they must satisfy the selfish expectations of others, particularly adults. And in so doing, we rob them of their intrinsic sense of appreciation for the good in their lives. In short, we neglect the real purpose of gratitude, which is to know the truth of what we have and to enjoy it. Here's a true story that illustrates the point. Now, I'm not going to use real names, but otherwise it's true. One afternoon, three-year-old Amy was headed out from Walmart with her mother. Energetic and precocious, Amy was raised in a home devoted to unconditional loving. Although wise for her age, Amy was not immune to childish desires and demands. So, Amy's mother asks if she wants a bouncy ball from the vending machine there at the front of the Walmart. Oh, yes, she says, excited. And then her mother realizes that she has only one quarter and the machine takes two, so she and Amy leave without the toy. Amy says, that's okay, Mommy. Next time I'll remind you to bring quarters so we can get a ball. Mom says, yeah, I thought you and Sarah, now that's Amy's sister, would have fun playing with those balls, so next time you can each get one. But Mom has noticed a recent pattern of ingratitude in Amy, and she sees an opportunity to love and teach her. So she starts probing. Come to think of it, she says, I'll just get one ball and give it to Sarah, then she can share it with you. Amy's eyes widen. But I need one, too, because I really want one. Mom says calmly, No, Amy, you really don't need this. You have plenty of toys that Sarah doesn't have, and Sarah really likes bouncy balls. Amy is now fussing. But I don't have a bouncy ball. I only have two soccer balls. I need more toys. Well, at this point, Mom can't let this slide. Amy, what you're doing right now is being ungrateful. You're saying that all the toys you have at home are not enough. And Amy, but they're not enough. I need more. Amy and Mom were going to go to an art store to get stickers and paint Amy had been promised. But now, this lesson took priority. So Mom says, if you're not happy with the toys you already have, you won't be happy with anything new. So I'm going to help you with this. We're not going to buy anything else until you learn to be happy with the toys you already have. 
Amy is now speaking in a kind of pathetic whine. But, Mommy, I need paint, remember? And stickers. I need my toys. I can't be happy without them. Amy's plea may sound absurd, but as adults, don't we do the same thing? Because we're hurting, we turn our desires for things into needs all the time. We say, I really need to get my way. I need to be angry. I really need to be right. I need to watch Netflix. I really need to eat chocolate. I really need to have sex. So, Mom continues. So, I drive past the art store where we had planned to go, and I go home and park in the driveway. And Mom has explained addictions to Amy before. Just like you can get addicted to movies and treats, you can get addicted to toys. Adults can get addicted to shopping, but it never makes us happy. Then Mom asks Amy the million-dollar question. What is it that does make us happy? Amy's been taught this so many times that she answers immediately. Love makes us happy. Mom, right. So, you already have lots of toys you enjoy playing with. We live in a great house with a great playground. We have food every day. We watch movies that you like. Daddy works hard to make money for all of us. It all costs money. Movies cost money, says Amy. Wow. Mom says, yep. Now, tell me ten things you already have that you're grateful for. Amy says, ten? I don't have ten. Maybe like one? Mom says, okay, then tell me one. Now, rising to the challenge, Amy says, no, I'll say ten. Mom says, how about some of the things we just bought? Amy, oh, like the goldfish crackers we just got. And I like the prince's soap. And trees. I'm grateful for trees. Amy then lists friends she's grateful for, and by now she's laughing and having a great time. So Mom says, Amy, how are you feeling right now? Amy says, I'm happy. Mom says, How did you feel when I said you couldn't have the bouncy ball? Amy said, Grumpy. Mom, so you still don't have the bouncy ball, but now you're happy. This is called being grateful. Mom starts up the car and backs out of the driveway. Amy says, where are we going? Mom says, to get some paint. As long as you're already happy, we can have some fun. When you're grumpy, we have to deal with that first. And Amy bursts into a big smile. Now, let's look at the lesson in this story. Amy was stuck in sour thinking about what she didn't have. When she chose to think of everything she did have, her mood changed completely. If a three-year-old can learn this lesson, don't you think we can too? You see, gratitude is not an attitude, nor is it a positive way of thinking. It's a conscious choice to acknowledge the truth of what we have, all that we have. That knowledge leads to a deep-seated peace that then serves as a springboard for hope and faith in even greater things to come. When we're truly grateful for all that we have, we experience peace and joy. When we fail to recognize the truth of what we have, we're left wanting 
always searching for more. We don't need to feel guilty or ashamed about our ingratitude. We need only to see it as information, a signal that we have a void that we need to fill with love and make a different choice. Please, get the love you need today. Begin to fill that void and acknowledge what you have so you can then enjoy it. What will you do to recognize the bouncy balls in your life so that you can move past those distractions and remember all that you do have to be grateful for today? If you can't quite reach that truth and feel it, what will you do to bring love into your life so you can? Will you say, I am choosing to see the full truth of all that I have to be grateful for and let joy into your heart today? Thanks for listening. May your day be filled with love, laughter, and joy. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. We hope you're enjoying these stories, and if you'd like more inspiration in your life, visit MyDailyIAm.com. You can find weekend blog posts, sign up for our email update list, and you can let us know about an inspirational story you'd like us to cover. Or just say hi. We'd love to hear from you.